Hello, you are listening to, or so they say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. I'm Megan. And I'm glad we got our intro figured out. Uh-huh. Because, so I'm running out of room. Let me, hold on, let me look. Oh, we're good. Okay. I'm running, I'm run, no, I'm running out of, uh, I was running out of space Space uh, on my computer. My C drive was very full. So I was deleting old files and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got all of them backed up, so it's fine. But I was deleting old files, and I saw one that just said test, and it was uh, not listed with anything else, but it was me and Megan. Uh-huh. And we started listening to it, and darn it if it wasn't the very first thing we've ever we recorded. recorded. <laughs> like, not even an episode. It was a, uh, we sat down, and we're like, we're going to get used to talking in front of the microphones, and let's talk through how we're going to structure this podcast. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, like, you know how you're watching a show and it's like a scary movie and you're like, behind you, like you're, you're like, you're, it's right there. They're doing all the wrong things. Listening to it was, oh my gosh. Like <laughs> w- the intro, how I just said, two sisters traveling small town, that had not been written yet. No, we're so, you can tell we're both like, oh, I don't know what to do. And we're oh, trying we to like- being talk- very sheepish and we're like, this is a podcast where we talk about haunted haunted things things. and we're like well we'll just figure it out as we go yeah i and i'm thinking i just realized this is our last episode of 2023 yes we've three years we've been doing this which is I don't understand how, but no and i'll be honest the sound quality on that thing other than for some reason i had it split mono i don't know uh didn't sound bad for just pooping yeah i thought i was like this can't be an early thing it sounds we sound too comfortable but it was just us talking but if you go back and listen to our first episodes man are we not Uh, just so prim and proper (laughs) how we've grown how we've grown or how um, we've like deteriorated over time, but it's whatever. Um, no, I don't know. We were just talking about maybe releasing snippets of it so you guys can just hear. I the don't know dumb stuff. We were. It's dumb, but it's also it's funny because things that are just you know second nature now. Things that we say all the time, just the usual intro, the music. Sorry, the stories. Sorry, the stories are really inconsistent. Usually, oh, by I the know. time we've recorded, it's late. And we're tired. And we're like, oh, God, a story. So we have full disclosure. Now I'm just being very transparent with you. We have New Year's resolutions. Okay. Oh, God. We're going to so, do it. <laughs> I have so many resolutions. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, it was just funny listening to. We didn't know what the music was going to sound like yet. Mm-hmm. We didn't have an intro written. No. We didn't know <laughs> if we the storytelling was still in the works. Like there were so many things. And then they're like, we were like, what do we say? When it starts, and it was a whole, yeah. we had a whole like, like theatrical we, thing to it. Yeah. Do we tell a story or do we just state facts? And it was like, it's, I mean, you take from things that you know. So we both have listened to a lot of podcasts. We were grabbing yes. from like TV, old TV shows, like in mm-hmm. the realm of like, Are You Afraid of the Dark meets Haunted Places meets this podcast meets this show meets this music. Like it was. And then here we are today. That it just. We did not, we've created our own thing, thank goodness, because I know in the beginning I was so we felt, um, self-conscious of copying somebody. Yeah, it did just feel like we were piecing together other works to create our own, and now now it's our own thing. 
we have let things go along the way. We've added things along the way. And I think it's always for the better. We completely rebranded at one point. <laughs> yeah. So, and I think all of the things have gotten us here, which now we've been doing this for three years. So I feel like, you know what? Maybe something's going right. I know. And it makes uh, me feel like we'll we take do... things for granted. I think I may, we may do a bonus episode for the beginning of the year because I have thoughts and feelings that I want to drop, but I don't want to waste it on this because. Right. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Even though it's the last episode of the year, this is, we're doing a location. It's not that we don't we have anything. We didn't have anything planned. Yeah. We already did the Christmas thing. You either get Christmas or you get New Year's. All right, guys. That's what. <laughs> you can't have them both. You can't have everything. Okay. It's what happens. That's what we're doing. Well, anyway, if you recall from a couple episodes back a few episodes back our next location was going to be oregon yeah well we made it we finally made it we're here y'all and oh god it's me yeah i said you know what are we gonna talk about it's me i have all that information so is it small town america like literally not even in in the slightest i know that's my fault because i definitely picked the location well i mean it's still lore. It's the whole local lore and legend thing. That's that's the most important. The most important part of it. So if you can't guess by me saying the size is very wrong, we are in Portland, Oregon. <laughs> yeah, probably the only city most people know in Oregon is my guess. I was like, uh, I mean, yeah, you're right. Because I, I... Can you name another city in Oregon? No, I've never been further west <laughs> than St. Louis. So Okay. I mean, well, I might be going, I don't know. There were talks about going to Arkansas or something. I'm going to talk about that later. But anyway. Oh, what the? Okay. I know. I, for the other family, Maddie's family. Oh, see, I'm going to be, tra- oh, you know what? I may be traveling uh, that aways in the summertime. Interesting. But it will be on a work trip. But maybe I'll see if I could sneak away. I don't know. Okay. Well, anyway, we'll talk about we're it. doing the drive-by thing. Okay, so anyway, Portland, Oregon, worldpopulationreview.com, mm-hmm. the basics. Okay, it is a city located in Clackamas County. Wow. Right? Wow. Who in, oh, no, I'm sorry. So Portland covers, this is different. So Portland is big, and I'm going to get to how big, I think, at some point, I'm going to get to how big. Okay. <laughs> does it say, yeah, it does say size wise but this is an instance where this city has multiple counties within it yikes yeah so it actually has four counties i believe i could never but three counties so there's clackamas county multnomah county and washington county okay wow so wow she big she's big uh portland has a 2023 population of 619,286. I honestly was thinking it was going to be closer to seven figures, so yeah. I blew I that mean, up more in more than halfway head. there, but yeah. uh, it is the county seat of Multnomah County. Uh-huh. I wish it was Clackamas. I don't know why. <laughs> uh, but the population is actually declining right now at a rate of 1.72%. Like, it mm. took, like, a steep drop from 20 it hit its peak in 2020 and then it turned around and did an immediate drop and it just keeps dropping i wonder i mean it's always look we are going to be decades from now and still going well the pandemic but it's yeah i'm wondering if people were running away from the big cities and they're like "Uh uh-uh fam (laughs) maybe but because it says that it's actually gone down by 5.07 percent since the most recent census which was 2020 
mm. uh, where it recorded a population of six. So it was, it's now 619. It was at 652,000. That's a good chunk of people. Yeah. Now, let's get into some fun stuff. The Ooh. average household income in Portland. I don't even want to guess these numbers. I have no idea. Because it's so large and so. <laughs> My expectations are just completely nothing. It's $106,948. Okay, I guess I did have expectations. I thought it was going to be more. <laughs> no, I mean, and the poverty rate is 12.55, so a little below the national average. Okay, I guess I was thinking wrong, because normally the household average, we're finding anywhere between like 40 and 80. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I guess that is pretty high. Yes, it is. Now, it... World Population Review has been dropping the ball on the median rental and household values. So just going forward, just know that for some reason they just don't care about that anymore. So I'm getting those information. Yeah, it's not listed for Portland. Because part of me was like, okay, smaller towns, maybe not. But if it's not listed for Portland. Yeah, I it was just the dash again. So the from apartments.com. Uh, as of December 2023, the average rent in Portland is $1,452 per month. Yep. No. Uh, when you rent an apartment in Portland, you can expect to pay about $1,217 for a studio, $1,452 for a one-bedroom, and around uh, $1,713 for a two-bedroom. Screw that, dude. <laughs> Look, I think my most expensive you know apartment was like $700 and I was And you were vomiting. sweating it. Yes. Like, God. Every month I was like, oh, no. <laughs> it's uh, a gamble. Right. Uh, but in at Realtor.com, it says in November of 2023, the median listing home price in Portland, Oregon was, do you want to throw out? See, you're overshooting, I think it sounds I like. I think so. You said the median house value? Uh. This is Realtor.com saying the median listing home price, which that is misled. It's actually hard to find the value because as we've talked about before, the listing prices lately are sky high. Mm -hmm. They are so high. People think they can get like $200,000 out of their $100,000 home. And in some cases they can, but. Well, I'm thinking with a larger city you're actually going to get closer to averages than you realize because you, they probably do have. Um, you know, as much as there is higher end living, there's also a lot of poverty, most likely. So yeah. if I had to guess, I'm going to say like 320. Mm, about 200,000 off. What? 529.5 thousand. Whoa. Is the average listing price. Uh, and it says that is flat year over year. Uh, like it just has stagnated there. That's a lot. Because I thought the average was close to 400. I I mean the average is yeah the average is about four fifty, so I over I undershot anyway so that was well my anyway fault. I don't know I I also included that the median listing listing home price per square foot was three hundred and twenty nine dollars and then the median home sold price was five hundred and twenty five thousand so right at what it says goodness but okay on uh. It did not, I did not type this out right. It was like motovo.com, I think it is. I'm familiar. Uh, are you? Yeah. Oh, I made that, I kidding. thought I made that up. No, it's, um, I, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what it, how to pronounce it. So this is what I don't like. Those are big numbers that we just talked about. Um, but according to Motovo, homes in Portland, Oregon were selling for a median price 
of $815,620 in November of this year. Just threw up in my mouth. That's a 300, that's, uh, okay, a $250,000 difference. No, two. But the median and average is different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, No, because the realtor says the median home listing and then the median selling price for Motovo. Someone is very excited. (laughs) Anyway, Um, so it's wild to me because that is a hundred and, I can't do math, 290,000 difference. Either way, am I ever going to own half a million dollar home? Not in the near future, no. (laughs) Definitely not in over three quarter of a million dollar home. No. So I just don't. I don't, that's probably why World Population Review was like, forget it. I just don't care because the the spectrum is huge. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Did you just, did you just burp? I tried, I was going to just let that one go because it was maybe sounded like me fighting for my life when I breathe because that's a mm-hmm. normal thing. That mm-hmm. We all have to listen to me just <laughs> like <laughs> off to the side. You know, this is a total side story. I had to call a customer earlier today and they never called me back. Thank you. Um, and I had to leave a voicemail and I was like leaned back in my chair like I am now so I didn't have good <laughs> posture. And I started my voicemail in the, the middle of a breath out. So I got to the end. I was like, me back <laughs> like i didn't have oh enough air God. i was like please call me back mm, jesus you i don't like, remember what i said but sound like rose on the door i did there's a boat jack now i don't oh. sound like her at all see um but yeah i just i was almost started laughing in my voice because i ran out of air i was like don't you have the option to say like ah shoot start again try again i don't want to try it on a customer i'll call myself and leave a voicemail I was on my work phone, so I do not use my cell phone for work calls. No, thank you. Okay. Well, anyway, moving on. Uh, The median age in Portland is 37.9 years with 37.8 years for males and 38 years for females. Very, very close. Uh, Yeah. And national average, I think, puts it pretty close to that. So that would, yeah. Yeah. But it's just fun because they're like 0.2 off on the age. Uh, Portland is the most populous city in the state of Oregon and the third most populous city in the Pacific Northwest after Seattle and Vancouver. Those are the only two that are bigger than them in the Pacific Northwest. Uh Um, With its many rose gardens, Portland is known as the City of Roses and it's been incorporated since 1851. Wow. It is currently the 26th largest city in the U.S. Just a few spots behind Seattle, the largest city in the Northwest. So there's just a lot happening. What's the largest city in the U.S.? San Francisco? I feel like we've talked about this before it's and I can't California. recall. Because I assume Texas and it's not. Texas, it's... the city of Texas. <laughs> no, no, I assumed it was a city in Texas, okay. but I don't think it is. No, I think, uh, especially if you're talking, we're not talking by square mile, but. Um, Population density, I think is what I'm thinking of, is what I'm referring to. Yes. And I, do, I truly think it's San Francisco. Oh, oh, no, no, we've done this. Is it New York? Yeah, it is. The largest city in the U.S. is New York City. I'm glad I pulled that out the last 8.5 million residents. 8.5 million? In New York. <laughs> That's, cr- like, we're over here, like I said, how many? How many? 600. Yeah, 619,000. 
See, I expected when you were saying it was big, I'm like, it's got to be seven figures. So that bo- times like 12. <laughs> yeah. And then Los Angeles. So 12 New York cities. No, thanks. Los Angeles comes in second. And then Chicago, each with uh-huh. more than 2.5 million residents. That's great. Like, I guess I've been to Chicago a lot and just maybe it's never because it's obviously feels much bigger than when I lived in Indianapolis, which Indianapolis is about, I think. But uh, do they also count the suburbs of Chicago? Yeah, I mean. Cause how there's Broad Ripple and all that, Carmel. Yeah. Are they their own cities or are they? That's a conversation for another time. I truly See? don't know. But yeah, I'm just uh, glad I remember. Houston is in the top five. So it's New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, Houston, Phoenix. So San Francisco wasn't even up there. Mm-mm. Well, glad I changed my mind at the last second. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, um, when the entire metro uh, area of Portland, which is five counties and five counties in Oregon and two counties in Washington, like they even creep into Washington for some reason. Good lord. Uh, when so when all of its five counties that dip into Portland are tallied, the total is nearly two point four million. Okay. Uh, there are about four thousand three hundred and seventy-five Portlanders per square mile. That is too many. That is so dense. That is too many. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, according to the according to the most recent ACS, which did we ever say what ACS stands for? It's like American Census Society. I don't sure. know. That sounds good. Uh, the racial composition of Portland was as follows: white, seventy three point seven nine percent; Asian, eight point five three percent; two or more races, seven point nine nine percent; black or African American, five point six three percent; other race, two point five nine; Native American, point nine two; and Native Hawaiian or Pacific Islander, point five five. All right, everyone's a accounted for. Everything, yeah. And then going back to the poverty rate for a moment, uh, I just like, I love to throw out little tidbits sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's something interesting. The the female, empl- we're obviously going by the binary, the female employed population and the male employed population, <laughs> how do I want to put this? The, we Skewed. talked about before. No, 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 it's not. Okay. Um, actually... Well, the the female employed population seven point nineteen percent, male is five point three six percent. You're like, oh, that's really low. Yeah, because that's the percentage of people living in poverty that are employed. Yep, here we go again. <laughs> yeah, no, had, I know. We've had um, this conversation. It's because so more women are working and impoverished than men, which makes sense because women make less than men. Mm-hmm. Just statistically speaking, same position, less money. Yeah, uh, and. Coincidentally, so if you add those two together, it equals 12.55%. So 12.55% of the working population are impoverished. Mm -hmm. Do you recall what the poverty rate of Portland, Oregon is? No. 12.55% to the the decimal. So everybody working, (laughs) everyone's working for the weekend, and then you've got... (laughs) So the 12.55% of the poverty group mm-hmm. is from employed individuals isn't that neat? that's what it looks like yeah isn't that fun america that's all people don't want to not work people don't want to work for poverty level wages that's all and i'll say it again say it again <laughs> 
I just like to throw out little uh, fun facts for you. I like to keep things light, you know? Fun. Yeah. Fun. Anyway. Well, anyway, so now let's talk about where we are in Portland, Oregon. Mm-hmm. This one, I think we've probably come across it before in the past. It sounds familiar, or there's something like it. I think we've talked about something like this. Like yes. Like an underground city. Indianapolis has it. No, I think on the podcast we've covered like oh. an underground it almost looked like a little city. Uh, Does that ring a bell at all? There was like banks and shopping centers and... Yeah. Was it Alton? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't either. know now. I know we talked about cities underwater. We talked about cities all over the place. It's weird, right? Well, anyway, we are in the tunnels of Portland, Oregon. Oregon, more specifically, they're called the Shanghai Tunnels. Mm-hmm. And I will be honest. I was like, you hear Shanghai, and Hesitant why is it the name. why is it called the Shanghai Tunnels? Mm-hmm. And I got a little tidbit from apparently I didn't. It was probably Wikipedia that says historically Shanghaiing or crimping was the practice of kidnapping men and selling them as slaves to ship captains in need of crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was said to be common during Portland's industrial heyday. Many believe the tunnels were used for this purpose, though there is no hard proof. Okay. Uh-huh. So, now, uh, all of my information just got, is just coming from PortlandGhosts.com. Okay. And it is the haunted past of the Shanghai Tunnels. Mm-hmm. What? Now, because I realized I, I didn't give you a, a specific, like, building or something, so there's no, like, built-in 18-whatever. It's just... Here's the tunnels. Ooh, that was my phone. I yeah, probably that was heard loud. that. I know. <laughs> well, it's pressed against my leg in the chair. So. Yeah. Well, so now that we know what Shanghaiing is, um, sounds pretty rough. Mm-hmm. Just stealing people away for slavery. So yeah. neat. Not fun. What this um, country's founded on, you know? Right. And I believe I had covered a different source, so I don't know if it'll be mentioned in here, but a lot of uh phrases again we actually talked about etymology before phrases that we say all the time like what does it mean like jumping ship that actually comes from this era in this situation oh neat so anyway the haunted past of the shanghai tunnels in downtown portland tourists gather in the shops and restaurants completely unaware of what lies beneath their feet Mm -hmm. lying beneath the ground is a series of 150 year old tunnels that connect the basements of the city's oldest buildings to the willamette river as well as Portland's Chinatown. The tunnels were built in what? Were built by Chinese workers during the time when Chinatown was the center for trade business. The tunnel's original design was for transporting goods from cargo ships to the inner city. By using the tunnels, the ship's crew could avoid the hassle of inner city traffic. We love to see it. Mm-hmm. This was good for the business of Portland because many of them stored their goods in their basements, but... Unbeknownst to the good people of Portland, the tunnels had a much more nefarious use. Uh oh. Well, Portland was a small town at the time. Oh, so, to who? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it had a large port that could support many ships. Many cargo ships sailed for many months across the Pacific before unloading their cargo in Portland. Because of this, sailors had a very short window of downtime before they had to pack up and set sail again. Many sailors spent their time drinking in the bars or fighting in the saloons, as one does. Some sailors took the opportunity to abandon their life at sea because they feared death by disease or debilitating injury. You know what? (laughs) Just trying to be realistic here. Yeah. (laughs) This would leave sea captains with empty positions that they would have to fill in order to leave port on time. 
Mm -hmm. Go on. (laughs) People were oftentimes reluctant to sign up for long sea voyages. You don't say. So, crooked captains would hire men to, quote, Shanghai replacement sailors for $50 a head. This is where the Shanghai tunnels got their name from. That's a decent amount of money for the time. Yeah. Yep. Uh, So... The Shanghaiers, men looking to make a quick buck, would prowl Portland's bars, saloons, and taverns, looking for young, able-bodied men who were alone. It's very creepy. Mm-hmm. These Shanghaiers would wait until their target was drunk and then take him down to the basement. They would knock the man unconscious and drag him through the tunnels to the docks. Once on board the ships, once on board the ships, these men chose labor over starvation. Right, I mean, like your <laughs> options are limited. Things haven't changed much. Yeah. Some men managed to escape the ships and warn the public about the Shanghaiers. I think that's the jumping ship. Mm, Yeah. Like, yeah. So to jump ship. They quite literally jumped ship to warn people, like, don't Don't stay away. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stories about the Shanghaiers circulated Portland, and soon men became more cautious when drinking out at the bars. When abducting men became difficult, savvy Shanghaiers kidnapped women instead. Go figure. Women who frequented bars alone became easy prey for them. Many bars had trap doors that were sprung on unsuspecting victims. What? Like, what this the- is some Sweeney Todd stuff. Uh, yeah. Um, what? Where was I? Once the woman fell into the tunnel, it was impossible to get back out. See, now I really have to burp. Oh, my God. You know what? I'm going to say this whole time you've been explaining it. I definitely have been picturing, um, for those of you that watch Outlander, uh um, like season I mean I've only seen season 1 or in the beginning of 2. Season 4, season 5 I think. Um yeah, I'm I'm picturing that just cuz it happens. The Venn diagram of the people that listen to this and the people that watch Outlander is probably a closer circle than you think. Yeah. I would think. I don't know. Outlander people <laughs> sound <laughs> off. <laughs> Uh, now I want to listen to the intro music, oh, like the original. It. Of course, you said it changes from season to season when they're in France and when they go to yeah. the New World. Um, oh, that Western. I Isle. it's I do remember. I just like the OG. I do. Yeah, it's all good. Okay. Well, anywho, prostitution rings often use the tunnels to hold the groups of women in cages for long periods of time. Oh, and we're back. <laughs> hmm This gave them enough time to secure buyers outside of Portland. Chinese gangsters were also known to Shanghai people after dropping them. Doping them. Sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Chinatown had many different conflicting gang groups who oftentimes had their own separate tunnels towards the docks. They used the tunnels to sneak in immigrants as well as goods and drugs. The many different brothels, bars, and gambling layers received these goods and people through and people through their own personal tunnels and trap doors. This is just crazy, right? It's just this, uh, this whole I was underground say, system. Under an underground system, yeah. quite literally underground. Is yeah. that where it comes from? Maybe, maybe everything comes from somewhere. Etymology. Like most of the gangs in the area, using these methods prevented them from being busted by the police. During Prohibition, the Shanghai tunnels became underground expressways. Shanghaiers used the tunnels to transport alcohol shipments from ships and on the Willamette River to bars all over Portland. Bars, hotels, and taverns often used secret passages into Shanghai tunnels to conduct their business away from prying eyes. Police routinely raided bars during the Prohibition, making daily operations impossible for bar owners. 
get over it go cry man <laughs> prohibition is the dumbest dang thing i'm sorry Good sorry Lord. for those of you that had to live through that i'm sure all of you are listening right now our demographic is uh... <laughs> the people who were old <laughs> enough during the prohibition to drink are not here with us i'm sure yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway um i would make them like 120 years old or something They'd be a, um, a little old gently alive if you will <laughs> Anyway, to combat this, bar owners began stashing their alcohol supply deep in the Shanghai tunnels to avoid arrest. Hidden doors were also commonly used in bars during this time. Police officers raided bars, taverns, and saloons in large groups, which made it impossible for criminals to escape. Bar owners used hidden doors and passages to hide their business associates when they were on the run. I mean, like, I guess they're technically criminals. Mm Mm-hmm. But once the police concluded their business, the criminal would return to his seat at the bar and have another drink. Oh, my God. Uh, once police officers realized that businesses and gangs were using the tunnels, they began to conduct searches for them. Unfortunately, police officers were oftentimes unsuccessful because of the tunnel's sheer expansiveness. It sounds like a whole city underground. Uh, if it is the entirety of Portland, or I mean, uh, at least Chinatown. down. Okay, that's true, yeah. So... Uh, gangsters and bar owners had long since mapped out the underground passageways and knew exactly where to hide their goods. Now it feels a little like it. It meets like a chamber of secrets. <laughs> oh, oh. There's a lot happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, any hoot. Today, the Shanghai... Oh my God, how old am I? What? Any hoot. What uh, made you old? What did you say? Any hoot. Oh, you said it twice? Three times now. Oh. Um, Are you just miles away? I guess. Okay, uh, here I am. Here here I go. I'm going to go ahead and speak my inner thoughts. Um, I'm listening to you talking. But do you ever just have to fight, like, the urge to just scream? scream the top of your yes. Is, Is it, it? I was saying that jokingly, but how did I know that's what you were going to say? I'm saying here just kind of, I'm listening, but I got, like, one eye on you and one eye just into the void. And I'm like, what if I just... <laughs> I just let loose and uh, I didn't want to scare you, but I was just thinking no, I'm I dangerously tr- close to just screaming. No, intrusive <laughs> thoughts are real, man. Mm-hmm. Just they're kind of scary. Down. They're kind really? of scary sometimes. They are. I One did, day they're going to get me. I did scream the other day. I was home alone and I yelled and darn it. I got lightheaded. I laid down and it was, I literally was like, <sighs> and just like. Felt a weight lift off of my shoulders. Try just screaming sometime. My neighbors Not right now. Call. Okay. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, it's bubbling in the back of my throat. I'm not going to lie. I'm so close to just, I want to shout something. In your car. Not just, at a stoplight, preferably, so people don't get nervous. Just scream in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my god. That was an actual poster in um, an Asian a, country. It was a Japanese, like... um what do you call that stupid thing? Uh, theme park? Not yeah, theme park. Yeah, like uh, amusement park. Thank you. Theme park? It's why, I, why are they called theme parks? If they're themed, like we have Holiday World as a theme park. I know, but I... Uh, anyway. I'm stressed. Um, yeah, when COVID first hit and they had the signs up that it translated to English because they were like, you know, wear your mask because COVID. Yeah, like don't spread germs. Scream inside your heart. Yeah, one of them translated to scream inside your heart on the ride. And I'm like, <laughs> If you're having yeah. a good time, just inside. <laughs> yeah. Some thoughts, some thoughts are inside thoughts. <laughs> Shoo. 
talking okay. about did not make me want to do it less. Go on. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, gosh. Oh, expansiveness, gangsters and burners, blah, blah, blah. Today, the Shanghai tunnels are used mainly as a tourist attraction for people to explore. Now we're getting to Megan's territory. Mm-hmm. During the height of its operation, an estimated 2,000 people a year were Shanghai'd through Portland's underground tunnels. What a nightmare. According to experts, many unfortunate souls never made it out alive. I can also picture that, yeah. Many were beaten, starved, and left for dead deep within the tunnels. Like, why? Because they weren't, like, as susceptible as they needed them to be? Yeah, or... But starved, how long did they keep them? I guess you have to wait for ships to... Yeah, to port. And And, I mean, at $50 a head, they were probably just snagging people left and right and had, like, a queue of people waiting to get on ships. And then find out if they're able-bodied. Like, (laughs) you don't know. You kind of thought they were. And then you get them down there, and you're like, eh, you're actually not that good at being a person. Right. Um, And then it's giving grave encounters. Like, you just run in one direction forever. Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) Uh, gangs use the tunnels for their hideout and would often drag their victims down into the tunnels to take to keep them from talking to the police. Uh, I guess that's true. Like once you have them, that's kind of it. Yeah. Um, there is evidence that the gangs even kept disobedient members in the tunnels as a form of punishment. Oftentimes, the disobedient gangster would be left by themselves with no light. So again, <laughs> grave encounters. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the gangs would retrieve their man after a certain period of time and other times they wouldn't. Some parts of the tunnels go on for miles and miles. <laughs> grave encounters. Please grave go watch encounters. Grave Encounters. Uh, it would be easy to get lost in the dark, especially without a light to see where you're going. The labyrinth of underground tunnels is still explored today, and explorers can travel underground and see the holding cells once used by the prostitution rings. As well as the trapdoors, the Shanghaiers drop people through, which are still function. What? As well as... Well as the trap, the trap doors that the Shanghaiers drop people through, are still functional in some bars. What? This <laughs> I read. I had to change how that was. I did not read that how it was written because it's written so poorly. Like I don't know what just happened there. Oh, oh yeah. Um. Although no one should explore the tunnels by themselves, there are many tunnels that have collapsed over the years, and some tunnels lead to nowhere. Oh. God, I, hate, I that. hate that so much. If you, I'm picturing Waverly. I'm picturing the body shoot. Oh yeah, I Ugh. I would like to go again because we didn't make it down there. We did, yeah, because it was slick, and they're like careful. And I was on a, I had just gotten off the boot, right? I think so. Yes, I was dying. You know those? <laughs> so oh much yeah, pain. that's true. Because by the end of the night, we just sat out. I was hobbling. Like yeah, like this is supposed to be one of the scariest places, and we all just sat like um, hung over the ledge on the top floor, and we're just like, yeah, trying to get some Ooh. air. It was hot. It was, was it hot? It was just muggy. Muggy. What was I think it? I something think... was uncomfortable. Yeah, it was temperature wise. I don't know. Ugh, I just know that I had just gotten out off my boot and I was struggling so bad towards the end. I feel like I think I thought it was hot because I had the backpack on for most of the time. And when I took it off my back, you could essentially hear it unsuction from all the sweat. It was rough. <laughs> yeah. uh, anyway, <laughs> we go in the springtime because we went in August. It, it was September, beginning of late August, August early September. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, some lead to nowhere. If you're going on a Shanghai tunnel adventure, make sure you stay as close to your guide as you can. You definitely don't want to get lost down there. It will come as no surprise to learn that the Shanghai tunnels are reportedly one of the most haunted places 
on the planet. Shut <laughs> I just don't believe you. I don't believe you. May Okay, maybe. No, I, I don't know. We'll find out. I'm giving looks over here. Uh, deep within the tunnels, travelers report feeling goosebumps as if someone is watching them from the shadows. Many people report seeing an Asian man walking past them in the tunnels. Explorers name the spirit Sam and say it's such an Asian name and say that, <laughs> and say that he is responsible for turning off the lights in bar basements. Sam also likes to move things around in the tunnels as explorers walk by. One tour guide reported hearing a voice calling out the name Sam over and over again. It echoed through the tunnel and scared his guests. Because his entire group was behind him, he knew that it was not one of them. He says it was one of the scariest experiences of his life. Oh. Just going for extremes here. Uh, Anyway, others report seeing quick movements of shadows and feeling ghostly fingers on their shoulders when no one else is around. I just don't like, not even a hand, fingers. Fingers. (sighs) Specifics. Most tunnel tourists say that Sam is a good ghost and looks and look forward to feeling his presence. Other tunnel spirits are known as tricksters who just love to have a good time. I'm burping mid-conversation. Jesus. I had Fridays before this. Ribs. I had <laughs> Italiano. I bet all of you. Hey, I realize I'm not, it's not just us. We're going to listen to this later. Sometimes we, we say Maybe we've words. gotten too comfortable. <laughs> Oh, my God. I hate it. Okay, go on. What? How you said Italiano? I said Italiano. Italiano. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I said I was going to a Mexican restaurant the other day, and one of my coworkers was like, don't order something you can't pronounce. Oh. And I said one time, uh, our waiter at a Mexican restaurant, like, okay, I don't know how to explain this. For those of you that have worked in food service, like, you know how sometimes someone rubs you the wrong way, or they say something, or they act like they know everything, and you're just like okay bye uh-huh but then there are some customers they don't even have to do anything but you just get this vibe and you're like i think i can vibe with them i think i can talk to them he did that to us because he was just kind of me the whole time uh-huh and then when he brought us the check he like lingered for a second he's like you two speak spanish but he said it in spanish and i'll tell you right now i've never taken spanish i don't i don't speak spanish but apparently i know it because he asked in spanish do you two speak spanish and i said no i don't but she does a little bit like it was one of those like what just happened uh-huh <laughs> Uh, and he was like, you don't speak Spanish? And we're like, no, like, no, not really. And he's just like, he looked just like, you sure? And I was like, it's probably because when he handed us the chips and salsa, we didn't go, gracias. <laughs> or like call him like amigo when we were ordering the food. Excuse me, amigo. <laughs> yeah. Or, well, because it sounds terrible, but like um, some parents that I know, actually not ours, somebody uh will do the like ask for something and say like por favor afterwards Uh uh-huh and it's probably because we didn't do the white one gracias when he handed us the chips (laughs) so he's like they surely must know spanish yeah because we didn't even order anything like that took a lot of effort to say Uh like i could pronounce it it's also just common sense like spanish is so prevalent anymore it's like some things you just have to know how to say right I just think of the very embarrassing time where <laughs> okay, we were in Louisville. Oh, my God. It was also for Waverly. We went to a restaurant the next day for brunch. It was, was it like a superhero? Super yeah. And 
Okay, we just talked about how I will say words stupid on purpose. Like, I'm aware, um, like, Macchiati. When I worked at Starbucks, I would say the stuff like Macchiato. I would yeah. say Macchiati or whatever. <laughs> Maraschino. And um, <laughs> things like that. I purposefully say words stupid. And it was me, you, and Maddie. And I saw there was something on the, it was like a tortilla. And I said, tortilla. <laughs> And I was joking about it. I was like, I'm going to get me the cheese tortilla or whatever it was. And then our waitress, thank God, a white woman that I I don't know if she spoke Spanish, but she was white looking. This was Kentucky, so. She came up and she said, what do you want? I said, I'll have the cheese tortilla and a Diet Coke. And then, like, I just kept going. And then Maddie said, I'll have the something tortilla. And, said, <laughs> and I stopped and I said, Oh my God! I said, Maddie, do you realize we just talked <laughs> And I had to profusely apologize. I was like trying to make our waitress understand. I said, we are not dumb. We're not stupid. <laughs> oh, oh my, my we're called case. It was quesadilla. Yeah. I just said quesadilla. Yeah. I said, I'm actually not dumb. <laughs> know how to say quesadilla i and swear I she d- just did not think it was funny or like she said okay and then like left i said great this is gonna be the talk of the kitchen <laughs> for the rest of the day <laughs> and it took me hearing maddie say it and i said maddie no she said <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh my, my secondhand god. embarrassment anyways i must have been in my own world because i ordered something like a monte cristo like something crazy like i order weird stuff sorry me and maddie order quesadillas but i just don't recall that <laughs> i do it will forever be burnt into my memory my gosh i'm so embarrassed i was I'm just so trying to mad. think of any like funny things we say at work i know we have a costa rican blend uh at work and they call can i get more like or like we're running out of corara <laughs> oh no oh no oh my god anyway <sighs> wow uh, sorry i'm just i'm all over the place i know this this just took a turn okay uh on what oh okay where was i at never forget blah 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 oh i've skipped something my goodness tricksters other tunnel spirits are known as tricksters okay i don't remember how we got to this point <laughs> truly don't recall uh other uh let's see who just love to have a good time now i'm gonna read wondering how we got here i don't know okay trickster? I remember uh, they will off- tricksters. yeah because i stopped there uh ghostly fingers Goat fingers, tourists, Sam, blah, blah, blah. I have no idea. You said, so- oh, you started burping. You said, sorry, I just had Fridays. And I said, I had Italiano. Oh, and then okay. I said, we were getting My too gosh. comfy. Oh, Thank God. It it's, it's a sigh of relief. Like, I don't know if other people get that way <laughs> when they can't think of something, but it just eats at me. It does. Like the other day when I was like, what is the word for those? Th- it was refreshments. And I'm pretty sure we said it, but I was so determined that it wasn't that. I told you, I was like twice. I said, Kelsey, I'm pretty sure it's because no. the only other thing I was coming to my head was hors d'oeuvres. No, there is another word like, oh, oh no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember. I'll remember. Anyway, okay. these tricksters, they will often pull at your shirt tail or gently tug at the ends of your hair. I, um, if they tug at mine, you're just scratching my head at that point. Yeah. One guest reported feeling a small tug on her shirt before she tripped. She was not injured, but it was an experience she sh- she says she will never forget. 
While most of the ghosts down in the Shanghai tunnels are reportedly friendly, it is still better to remain cautious. Some people recall feeling unwelcome, like someone or something is watching them. Mm -hmm. One man remembers hearing the sounds of childlike whistling just before he was thrown to the ground. No. No, thank you. Uh, After standing up, he turned to see who had knocked him down. Lifting his flashlight, he saw that no one was behind him. The man reported that it was the last time he would be visiting the Shanghai tunnels. (laughs) One star would not go back. Yep. Although there are some scary reports of ghostly activity coming from down in the tunnels, most of the experiences are friendly. Be prepared to experience complete darkness, bring your own water, and to stay with your group at all times. Some parts of the tour are scary, but we promise you will definitely enjoy yourself. If interacting with spirits interests you, then taking a tour in and around the Shanghai tunnels is your best bet. So, get ready for an adventure of a lifetime, but remember to keep your wits about you down in the tunnels. You never know who or what is waiting down there. In the dark. Mm-hmm. The end. The end. Oh. That was even, lengthy. Holy crap. I don't even know if I want to cover my part. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sorry. This is going to be a longer one, but all of, I think all of it was interesting. It was. It was interesting stuff. And I'm going to be totes honest with you guys. I took these notes over a week ago. <laughs> oh. So, because I thought we were going to Oregon three weeks in a row, and I said, oh, not yet. Oh, not yet. Yeah, because then you were like, yeah, we're doing, like, you got your stuff, right? And I was like, no, I, you never even told me. Or she did tell me, and I forgot. I don't know. Yeah, so, uh, sorry, now I yawned. Um, I got all my, um, I did the experience, and I did just get it from one source. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Uh, I went to YouTube and I found, uh, it's actually a two-parter video on YouTube and conveniently, I've seen these two before, um, this group I should say before, I just don't remember for what location, it's Twin Paranormal. It's the yes, two brothers, they yeah. have a lot of piercings and tattoos. Oh yeah, you showed me them, I haven't watched their stuff, I couldn't tell if I liked Give it Give them not. a chance. Okay. Give him a chance. It did. I, it panned out because I'll. It's judging a book by its cover. I'll be totally honest. When the the video started, I was like, I don't want. <laughs> I don't want this to be like over the top. I'm Zach Biggins. Like yeah, I don't yeah. want that. And it wasn't that. But it's Ryan and River. They're twins, and then they have um, their other brother is with them, which I wrote his name down. I just can't remember. I think it's Wyatt. Ryan River and Wyatt and then they have like someone else with them but so it's a team of them they go off and they actually have like a really decent following Mm because at first I was like oh twin paranormal we can hook up with them and maybe do some like I don't Mm. know and then uh yeah they have like a million followers and we're really close (laughs) we're close here I was thinking we could have like a crossover and uh maybe maybe one day I mean maybe the twin and paranormal side will appeal to them. Ryan and River, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, we are also twins. Maybe not camera ready, but. <laughs> and it's weird that I we both did the judgy thing when we saw them because we are also both clad in piercings and tattoos. So it's like, I don't know why I jumped to, oh, here we go. It's because Zach, Zach has done this to us. Well, no, I think it's because like YouTube videos have the thumbnails. that's like scariest, t- scariest place in the whole world. Almost lost my life. Like that's <laughs> something true. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Cause there are some guys, um, it is mostly men there. I have seen some girls that give me the ick in the paranormal world, but mostly guys that I'm like, 
Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Twin paranormal. No, they were actually very decent guys. I, I liked their, the way they conducted things. So mm-hmm. that's good. And they have a lot of angles. They have the equipment, you know, the, they are able to cover all these different angles in different locations at the same time. So that was cool. Yeah. Anyway, this video was posted about two years ago. Um, it is season one, episode one of destination hell. Oh, okay. So just right out the gate. <clears throat> Sorry, man. I'm getting over this like sickness thing. Mm-hmm. Tis the season. All right. Starting out, they during just like getting B-roll stuff, stuff for their transitions and whatever. Immediately, they just start off by getting stuff. They they got like footsteps mm-hmm. on one of the cameras, um, just trying to catch some filler footage. So they're like, "Ooh, this can be exciting!" Right. It was. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm going to try to remember this as best I can because it's in my shorthand notes. So first they, I don't know. They did give some points of reference where they were in the tunnels, but starting out, I don't know they're just somewhere in the tunnel and they believe that they're talking to a ghost named Abigail, which is someone they were told about. Okay. I, you did not mention a lady's name, No. but, uh, they had a, uh, tour guide, that mentioned it, I believe. I skipped uh, the beginning of their pod, not podcast, the YouTube video, just because I didn't want to hear the history. I wanted, <coughs> sorry, it's like now my throat's all tickly. Mm. Um, they covered history and I didn't want to hear it because I wanted to be surprised. So they must have mentioned a ghost named Abigail. Maybe I'll go back and watch the whole thing now. Anyway, they immediately start getting activity while they believe they're speaking to Abigail. They had a REM pod. EMF meters, spirit box, the whole, the whole shebang. Mm-hmm. And they asked her, they asked the spirit, supposedly Abigail, they asked her if she could touch the REM pod to let us know that she's there. And then wee, 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 it goes right, off. So right, it's like, love that. excellent. Then both the EMF meters started to spike. And it's like, Ooh. okay, EMF is harder to, to get. And not just one, but for us. both of them yeah. to have both meters go off at the same time. So they asked one more time, they just for continuity's sake they said abigail if this is you can you please make that go off one more time and then it, and everything went off again rem pod emfs just all at the same time so it's okay. like abigail she on it right and then while they were standing there they said they actually saw a shadow pass underneath a door in the next room but they never confirmed it so they didn't like replay it back on the video yeah um so they, they're still hanging out in this room. They're still talking to who they believe is Abigail. And they asked her if she's still there. They are. They said, are you still here? Are you still hanging out with us? And the spirit box said, made shoes. Okay. It's like, that's weird. They thought maybe it was referring to f- the footsteps they heard earlier. Made shoes, made steps. Yeah, so, yeah. It's kind of reaching for straws. But then one of the guys noticed they said right behind one of the twins, there was a foot mold. There were two molds for shoemaking behind them. Okay. So they were they're in like a shoemaker's area. area. I'm paying attention, but it's funny. <coughs> I We have to stop with the... Uh, interrupting? Segues. Interrupting, <laughs> I know. But no, you said... You were talking about like when they said made shoes, they're like like made footstep sounds, and you're like you said reaching for straws, which I think is funny because like 
you meant grasping at straws uh-huh. but i'm like reaching for straws and grasping at straws is the same thing but one sounds a lot dumber <laughs> oh thank you you're welcome but it's just funny like why one works and the other really doesn't but anyway that's all mm-hmm. that's all but uh so they were at a shoe shiny thing yeah they must have been in what might have been like a cobbler shop or something like that at one point yeah so ryan which i think ryan's the one who's typically on camera okay uh, throughout this whole thing i can't say always in all their videos but he is in this one Ryan said that it felt like someone was standing there with them. I'm almost going to have to ask you to pause this. Do you have to keep coughing? Do you Uh want an iPad kid cough? Hold on. No. Hold on. Well, I'm glad I was the only one subjected to that. I'm sorry. I'm like fighting for my life over here. No, I say I when I'm at work and that happens, I'm like, I have to go iPad kid cough in the back or I'll go outside. Essentially. Okay, Ryan, he's the one that's mostly on camera. And he said he felt like someone was standing there with them. And the spirit box... When he's like, I just feel like someone's standing here, standing near us. Spirit Box says, actually, grave. Uh, Okay. So, again, they're like trying to piece together what this could mean. Yeah. Now it said, the it must have been the tour guide told them that this, this spirit, Abigail, that people talk or run into here from whatever. It said that she took her own life down in the tunnels. So... It's possible that she's saying this is my grave or whatever. Yeah. Because her body was in there for almost a week before somebody found her. Gross. Mm-hmm. But you said that happens. Yeah. They. I mean, they just left them for dead. Mm-hmm. So they asked um, if she is safe. They want to know, uh, wherever you are, Abigail, are you okay? Are you in any type of danger or whatever? And... They asked if they could go talk to the other spirits, and the EMFs went off. Okay. They're like, all right, well, She's I guess like, we I can... guess that's the go-ahead. Yeah. So they moved the REM pod, and they left the REM pod in the room by itself. And while they were getting ready to move on to another room, they heard footsteps, like, from the room they just came from, mm-hmm. and then the pod went off. Okay. They're not in that room anymore. Yeah. And they said, okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but they went ahead and kept moving forward. They go into a new room. Now, while they're introducing themselves in this room, they're given names and stuff. They said they hear footsteps again, which you do hear throughout this. I didn't timestamp those because it's so frequent. Yeah. And it's just coming from all directions, which if there was a lot of foot traffic down there. So here's my question. These are now uh, tunnels that you can take tours in, right? Yeah, they're not. This wasn't open to the public at okay, the time. Okay, that's because they said it's miles, miles mm-hmm. worth of tunnels. And I'm like, what are the odds that people get down there illegally? I'm sure they do. Right. And that's true. They were referencing what was above them. So they must have known they were investigating a certain portion of like, say, underneath a certain building. Or yeah, something. there may be markers down below about what is above them. Yeah. And they're like, there should be nobody above us right now. So. Right. However, that's determined. I don't remember. Anyway, um, they're in this new room. They hear more footsteps. So they sit down another REM pod and they asked for a sign and uh, that someone is in there with them. Yeah. They heard another set of footsteps, but then their camera that was set up in the other room caught a figure moving through the doorway. Yeah. So their camera's 
not in the same room with them, pointed towards the room they're at. They heard footsteps coming towards them. That camera caught a shadow, which I can show you. Okay. Um, I may not do it here because I've right, got something yeah. else queued up. I'll show. Um, I you can hear. I don't want to just show something that you guys, the listeners, can't see. Yeah, yeah. So I'll show you that later. Anyway, they said that they could hear them walking around, and um, uh, like the foot uh, footsteps are all around them at this point. Like they're just it's a almost a constant. Okay. And so they asked if it could come up and touch the REM pod. And it started to beep a little bit. Mm-hmm. They said, okay, that's cool. And then in the room that they had just left, like now they're far away from that room, right? They left the REM pod back in there and they left a static camera on it. That starts going off again. Great. Okay. So it's just constant motion down there of energy moving past. Mm-hmm. So they said that they were told there was a man named Henry or possibly Harry that okay. was down there. We didn't Where is come across Sam? What in the world? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Then they heard a faint man's scream. <laughs> oh, Just good. the faintest hint of a scream sounded masculine. Uh-huh. They could barely hear it, though. So they were like, so they didn't really press that one or replay it. Yeah, yeah, because it could be. Dep- I don't know how far underground this is. Right. So their EMF started flickering at this point as well. Mm-hmm. And then their infrared camera starts shorting out at the same time. Great. And so you're going to be in like darkness at this point if you don't have that infrared. Right. (laughs) So not good. So something was potentially pulling a lot of energy from this area. Either it was several spirits or one very powerful spirit. Right. Which again, uh, the realist in me wants to say like they're underground from a bunch of electrical seemingly again i'm Wiring not familiar with this area something. so like there's full electrical stuff running above them but how far above them and uh would it interfere but i just i would need to know specifics about that right so while they were talking about this light flickering out they heard what sounded like a knock coming from above them a knock or maybe something fell over mm-hmm. um and then the spirit box, right after that happened, it said drop. Okay. So, like, somebody dropped something? Yeah. So, they start asking general questions because just one word isn't giving them much. So, they start asking them questions and the EMF starts spiking all the way up to red. Mm-hmm. Like, full, full blown here. And they said that they heard more soft foot, uh, footsteps coming toward them. Yeah. But the camera didn't really pick it up. So while they're like, I think it was Ryan was pointing it out. He said, I can hear them coming. Like, I, I can hear it's over there. I can hear the footsteps coming towards us. Mm-hmm. And while he's explaining this, the the footsteps, I, I don't remember if the camera picks it up or not, but there is a very loud gasp from oh. that same direction. Okay. And I heard that one clear as day. And mm-hmm. I was going to play it for you. Okay. Um, like, yeah. and this isn't like on an uh, this EVP recording. This is just out in the open where the footsteps are coming from. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to play it. It's about 10 seconds. You're, he's going to talk. It's him explaining the footsteps. And then you're going to hear a gasp. So let me turn this. Up. Oh, hopefully there's not an ad. <laughs> yeah, I queued it up already. So. Okay. This just keeps going off. 
Thank you. Riff, riff, riff. What? Somebody's right here. Somebody's right here. Are you over here with us? Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah, I thought they were turning it up, but go back. The, that, yeah, that was none of them because he stopped and he, you guys can't see it, but Ryan, st- he's pointing at the EMF and then he pauses and points over there and he's like telling him to listen quiet. Like yeah. he's he's not saying out loud because he wants him to hear it. Okay, so th- it sounds like they have a lot of mannerisms that we do because I can't stand like sorry to keep knocking them, but uh, like Ghost Adventures, we're like, oh my gosh, shut up, shut, listen, shush, shut up, everyone, shut up. Do you hear it's happening right now? Even though I'm talking, you have to listen over me. Uh, oh, I can't believe that happened. Oh, wow, almost so got crazy. it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, because we like to do. We try to stay pretty quiet during mm-hmm. our investigations and say as little as needed. Uh, to so it doesn't get confused on voice recordings or video footage or anything like that mm-hmm. yeah i'll play it back again just so you can see the oh well yeah so you can see where he pauses stops and points and he's like listen that direction yeah it's the twin thing you know yeah, i guess yeah <laughs> it's just whatever but um I, I don't know if it's going to come through as clear. When I had my headphones on listening to that, it was very clear. It should be fine. It should be fine. Okay. So they asked, who is that near us that's <laughs> yeah. walking towards us and gasping? And the EMF goes off. And at the same time, the spirit box says, him, it's. Okay. So almost backwards. It's him. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Then there are very distinct footsteps i won't play it i just had the one queued up mm-hmm. um it sounded like high-heeled shoes to me okay and thankfully they do suck because they're like i hear footsteps and i'm like that's not just footsteps that is like a dress shoe a high-heeled shoe and they even they're like it sounds like high heels mm-hmm. so i said oh thank goodness um, yeah but uh so they hear the shoe. oh then there was a knock and then it's in I don't know what room they're in. I'm sorry, this is just very like all over the place. But they're in this room, there's a knocking and then a tap, and then someone whispers, I'm sorry, and it's not in the spirit box. Mm-hmm. And one of the camera picks it up. You just hear, I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. So it's like sorry for scaring you. It's funny because like I like I read people say that usually the feeling down there is not unwelcoming. Like the spirits are usually nice, so maybe it's like one of the nicer spirits apologizing for like Bumped spooking them or yeah. yeah. So then they hear another thump, something just boop in the background. And then the spirit box says, Peter drunk wanted. Okay. That's pretty. So I'm thinking of listening to the history that you told, they prey on drunk men. Yeah. And so it's like, Peter's drunk. We want him. Yeah. Yeah. That one is pretty cut and dry. Yeah. So they go ahead and they leave this room. They're walking into the next one. <laughs> and it's not their brother. It's the other guy, I think, that has the camera. Um, he, like, comes. He's behind them. He's at the back, coming up the back, right? Mm-hmm. And then he just freaks out. You're like, what? You can hear on his camera footsteps running up behind him. No, thank like, you. Like, running towards Abs- his back. Like, have you seen Get Out? 
Yeah. Where what's his face is running in the night. Yeah. And Absolutely then just takes not. a hard turn. Yeah. So when he's walking up the back with the camera, it's pitch black behind him. And then you just hear. No, I would uh, also <laughs> be like, boom, boom, like right? and start shoving people <laughs> yeah. out of the way. <laughs> so they're in, it's a very small looking room. I don't know what it is, but they set down a device and they call it a yes, no device. Okay. I've not seen it before, but it's like a triangle and one side lights up green and the other one lights up red. And okay. so you, I mean, it's exactly what it says. You're kind of stuck to yes, no questions. Green is yes. Red is no. Okay. Which that's like pretty intelligent depending on how that, yeah. Yeah. How that works. So they set it down. Um, it starts going off pretty, pretty wildly at the start. I mean, both sides are going red and green. Just yes, no, yes, no. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy cow. So it starts to calm down a little bit. And they said they were going to go into what was the tour guide called the isolation room or the dark room (laughs) oh good we like that um this is a room where people said they feel really weird so ryan of course is like i'm gonna go sit in that room um and while he's explaining what this isolation room is the dark room is the device starts going off and it kept beeping no when he's like i'm gonna go in there it was said no 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 and he's like hmm i'm Still going to sit in there. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And then it started going back and forth saying yes and no. Again, just Mm -hmm. very erratic. So while he's sitting in this room, they have um, several EMFs, right? I'll get to that. I'm skipping ahead my notes here. So they have a lot of devices. They all start going nuts when he goes in this room. Like he can't even sit down. Everyone's (laughs) like, don't go in there. Yeah. The devices are definitely giving like... That is a dumb decision. Yeah. <laughs> so Ryan makes a joke when all the devices start going. I gotta off. stop playing with the, a pen. I already dropped a paintbrush. So Ryan starts joking because all their devices are going nuts, and he says, "Well, come on, everyone, come on in and join the party." And they hear footsteps coming towards them, and he's like, mm. "Never, I lied." <laughs> so Ryan goes in this isolation room, and they started hearing weird noises coming from another room. It was like, um. It sounded like one of the doors creaking open. Okay. So somebody's coming. Isolation room is the most active by far. Mm-hmm. He has a REM pod in there. It starts going off. They have both the EMFs that they've been carrying this whole time. It starts spiking to red and their mag light starts going off. All okay. of this at the same time. Yeah. And they were just like, what? And this room is less is smaller than this room the room we're saying in now yeah so it's not a huge room whatever it is okay um so they brought out every emf they had they have six emfs in total mm-hmm. had them lined up on this table and he asked them to use all of the energy that they had to set off all the devices <laughs> he's like i want to see how strong you guys are i want you to set off everything in this room mm-hmm. and several not all but several of the emfs started spiking up to red Okay. At the same time, the spirit box says justice. (laughs) Okay. Ryan is like freaking out at this point. He's like, I've never had anything like this happen. You know, this type of energy from one spirit is unheard of. Mm -hmm. So he said, he's explaining, he's like, if you're one person doing this, you are a strong spirit. He's like, so who who's causing this? Is it one of you? Is it many? How many of you are in here? Who who is causing this much energy? Yeah. And the spirit box said, "Children." 
<laughs> oh god and he kept his cool but i was like i'd be out so fast man I- so he said how many children are there mm-hmm. <laughs> and the spirit box took a while and then it said found and when it said found ryan jumps up out of the chair because right after it said that he said it sounded like something was crawling under the table. Stop. God. <laughs> oh, God. I just grabbed my back like I hurt myself. <laughs> like it's children playing hide and seek and it's like, found you. And then you hear under the table. God, like a little spider child. Yep. Yeah. I feel like at first, if you had the knowledge of the history when it said children, I don't know. I mean, it would have been crazy, but I don't know if I would have like pieced out of there because like it said, usually the, the spirits are pretty, yeah. yeah, they're usually pretty good. Um, but don't scare me like that. Jeez. Right. Like they're playing with you. They're saying off all these devices and they're hiding and they're like, found you. Why so many children? Why? And why in the isolation? I don't want to get too deep. I suddenly had this thought. Do mm-hmm. I want to take it here? Uh oh. <laughs> well, no, down in the tunnels. This now, see, this all is determined on what you believe as far as like when life begins, I suppose. Oh, okay. But I'm talking like the prostitution rings were down I, there. Yeah, I knew you were going to go with that. And I mean, like, let's be honest, like, prostitution rings, there's probably going to be a lot of pregnancies and such. If the girls end up knocked up, do they get, you know, oh. do the kids get sent to. Uh, no, no, I'm not saying. I'm saying like abortions and stuff, and we're pro- oh, probably that's... talking like back alley or in this case underground abortions, yeah. and like do those spirits. But that's like a whole thing where it's like, when do you believe life begins, and would it have a spirit, and blah blah blah. But right. Um. But yeah, there's more to it. Honestly, I think that was all just from video one. There's a second video that's like 40 minutes long. Yeah. Um, they came out of that isolation room and there are chains hanging on a wall nearby <laughs> and the chains were swaying. I just um, don't like any of that. So They left the REM pod in the isolation room when they left and it continued to go off after they left. Um, yeah, just crazy crazy stuff happened in there and the shadow thing that they caught i'll have to show you kelsey if i can get a still of it i can post it to you to the our social media but yeah this shadow figure that they got through the door i mean they say it's the most haunted place in the world i don't mm-hmm. know i mean who's to say something has to be but it seems Something's pretty darn active there, down yeah. there um yeah, it sounds like maybe a lot of residual hauntings if it's just people walking back and forth or from shop to shop. Yeah. But yeah, that's um that's the Shanghai Tunnels. That's a lot. It was. That is a lot. And it sounds cool. Like it's, I wish maybe one day that's something that we could check out. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty cool. Um, I want to say it was like near Astoria, which... We love Astoria. Because mm-hmm. uh, Mariana's yeah, Trench. I love right. Because of that. I love it because the Goonies. There's a lot of reasons to love Astoria. Yeah. Well, you wow, know what? This episode just went on a whole. <laughs> it went a lot of places. Oh, Lord. I'm sorry I had to cough. Like, I was not going to make it because I can already feel it coming back again. Um, yeah, cool. Oh, and I don't know what our next place is. 
Oh, gosh, yeah, because it's going to be... Oh, it's um, the first of the month. Yeah, it'll be the first of the month. We'll see what happens the new year. We're almost past this crazy section of, like, birthdays and holidays and family (laughs) things. I don't want to say problems, but, like, personal things. This has been a really weird end of the year. It has. Um, But, again, New Year's resolutions, so we'll see what the first of the month has in store. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, first of the I month, hope first of the year. I don't know what I said. I don't know. I, I think it's the first of the year. Well, I hope we can get out something special for you guys because I just hearing that test episode. Holy That's, cow! It was. We it were was laughing weird. like I don't. I don't even know how to explain it. It was like not a little cringy. It was just so funny seeing how little we knew. Yeah, that too. How uh, just watching the beginnings of what is now don't we have bloopers somewhere i have a whole blooper reel somewhere (laughs) i have to dig for it but hopefully it's still in there jeez yeah every there was a stretch of time for like the first year uh where i would actually cut out a lot now i think we've gotten better about the back and forth and the banter and i don't have to cut out as much dead air and yeah. little things. Almost you... everything we do makes it into the episode. Yeah, darn near everything at this point does. I don't cut out any of the tangents because I don't care anymore. That <laughs> In cough a good way. had to be cut. No, oh, that one had God. to stop. Um, but yeah, for the first like year, any episodes where something funny happened that I couldn't keep in the episode I would cut it and put it in this long reel <laughs> uh, so maybe I'll have to dig that one up and see oh boy and then we're gonna work on some Patreon episodes of course and yes, hopefully yeah. get that out to you guys soon. I've got like two in in I really do have two that are just sitting on the back burners we it's just been not a good time I know I've got uh a few patreon episodes that i'm like i don't want to keep researching more because i don't want to forget what i've already done so yeah yeah i'm keeping mine at two okay okay well <laughs> i'm tired and that's Me all too. Mm. Too, my phone went off again. i think it was our instagram <laughs> it was all right. all right well we'll see you guys <laughs> see don't you say ne- it <sighs> don't say it i'm so glad i stopped you see you next week yeah, I'll see you yeah, next Thursday, which next happens Thursday. to be in 2024. Yuck. God, this year happened fast. <laughs> My gosh. I got to process that now. I think we just got to go. All right. Bye. Okay, it's been fun. Bye. Thanks for listening. Mixing, editing, and music is by Kelsey Ingram. Our cover art is done by both of us. Visit our website at orsotheysaypod.com. You can find links to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok all at orsotheysaypod. If you would like to donate and have access to all of our evidence from our investigations, please visit patreon.com slash orsotheysaypod. You can donate as little as $1 to hear EVPs, watch haunting videos, and see photographic evidence we've captured during our travels. You can also give a once-off donation to our PayPal, which will be linked on our website as well. Merchandise can be found at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod. You can find or so they say on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. And when you do find us, please make sure to rate, review, follow, or subscribe. We and the algorithms will thank you for it. See See you you next week. week.